This is the E by 3 podcast. Three different minds. Three different views. And three good friends. Hey, what's up and welcome back. I'm Enrique. I'm Evan. And I'm Aaron. And you are now listening to the e 3 podcast. I mean, I think you guys got that from the intro, but we're back. Had a little break last week. We're moving right along. We're at the end of May. Summer's almost here. I know you guys are all summer ready, which are summer ready bods. Evan's over here shirtless right now, showing <laughs> off his abs and his pectorals. Don't Aaron, tell him. Aaron's showing off her striations on her shoulders. She's been yeah. doing some shoulder presses and striations. Yeah. <laughs> no, those, those are she just shredded. fat rolls. Oh, fat rolls. Yeah. Okay. More of the saturations <laughs> with the butter. <laughs> But anyway, we're back. How are you guys? Evan, how are you? I see my wife every single day, so I'm going to ask you how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Slash you don't care. Oh, man, it's been it's been an interesting week, man. Oh, yeah? The last couple of weeks have been quite interesting. Just busy with work. Um, the news has been crazy, but we can get into that later. Um, yeah, man, it's just been it's been nutty. Got a new computer, which I'm stoked about. Nice. Um, so hopefully that's going to help with some of the uh, the creative the creativeness. What, what kind of processors do you yeah. are you running on? Oh wow, are you you guys you guys calling me out on the spot, huh? We are. I got a um it's an i9. The processor is like an i9 129K, I think it is. And then it's like a 3080 uh Nvidia card. Nice. So it's 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 pretty it's pretty it's pretty beefy in comparison to my my last um my last desktop. And the thing that I'm I'm most excited about and I, 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 are you are you pretty familiar with computers, yeah. Aaron? Okay, so uh, the hard drive that the that Aaron's going to be like, wait, can it take floppy disks? <laughs> <laughs> the the hard drive that the um, the OS is on that Windows is on yeah. is huge. So like when I run programs that um, you know take up tons of memory, right? I don't have to worry about that as much. Um, with that and the amount of RAM that I got. So I'm like super excited. You know, that's the thing I do like about PCs versus Macs is that you can customize that stuff for way cheaper than uh, a Mac. Yeah. I mean, if you want that kind of quality on a Mac, you're going to have to go for like the Mac pros, which are like $15,000 like desktops or just, you know, the computer itself. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Mac, they, Apple gets you, bro. They do. And I seem to always go with them. I mean, I went to school and that's what I learned on, but it's just so easily integrated with everything else that I have. I don't, I don't, um, I don't blame anybody for going with Macs. Uh, cause I used to be super anti-Mac, even though, uh, most of my classes in school were all on them. I was like, nah, man, f- fuck these. Then I got an iPhone and I was like, damn, this, this is pretty good. And then your I, mm-hmm. AirPods and, then and all I, that yeah, stuff. Then I yep. got, then I got iPad and I was like, God damn it's a trap. Yeah, dude, they get you. And you're like, yeah. oh, they blend so easily together. They really do. <laughs> yeah. Which, which you can find everything too. If you lose it. I love that feature. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I can just like airdrop stuff all the time. I'm just like, here I go. Let me airdrop yeah. this on my it's, phone. It's so easy. They make yeah. it so easy. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's such an easy user interface too for a lot of people that are not familiar with computers or know how to use them. But yeah, maybe my next computer will be a PC. I would say though, I think if I was into photography, I would be more apt to get a, to stick with the Mac though. Yeah, that's great for like photography and stuff. But a lot of the video stuff that I do renders like, like high quality video, Mm -hmm. like sometimes 6K video. Mm -hmm. And I mean to like, just run it through its process. Like it just slows things down and you have to create proxies. I don't know if you guys know what proxies are, but yeah. Um, what, but like, is that better on, is that better on a PC? Well, I'm just saying that you can, I not necessarily, I'm just saying that I can get a faster PC for oh, way just, cheaper. Yeah, for for yeah, that yeah. to handle for that. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like wasting like $6,000 on something because I want to be able to process six, like 6K files or something. But anyway, we can go on computers on another podcast because I feel like that's a whole episode on itself. I'm sure Aaron would love to talk about I'm computers. I'm so interested. Oh, well, in that case. Well, <laughs> She's like, do you guys have to peel the printer paper off this? <laughs> I don't know anything about computers. Oh, my God. They've come Basics. so far along. Like, think about the times when we were in school. And you, you yeah. remember having to peel the printer paper, like, off the sides? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, the, 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 the dotted The shifts. dots, yep. 
oh shit, yeah, I've actually forgot about that. It was like a waste <laughs> basket. What is it again? When you printed out your paper on these like beige printers, I feel like that was like the only printer that existed at the time. It was like uh-huh. these beige printers. You had to like tear off the corners of the paper, like because they had these little like holes in them. Oh, like the sides. The sides, oh, yeah. yeah. And so oh, you print those. out things. I used to print out like a bunch of like old English letters, like just like um, typography, so mm-hmm. I could trace stuff. And like old English is so cool, so gangster. <laughs> and so I used to do that. Oregon Trail, of course, everyone played Oregon. Oh, Trail for sure, for yeah. sure, for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, speaking of the news, but yeah, let's get right into it. It's been a very tragic week, a couple of weeks, I should say. It feels like it's just been happening quite a bit, but I'm sure everyone knows about the shootings that occurred, especially the one this week um, in Texas, Uvalde. Um, super, super sad. Um, and prior to that, we had um, two other shootings. Um, Man, dude. One in Buffalo that was racially motivated. That's horrible. Um, and then we had one in Orange County. Um, I think that was more politically motivated. Yes. Um, in a church, um, which is scary because it was literally like a day after the other one. Um, there was actually two shootings a day after. There was another one in Texas that was like at a uh, like a farmer's market or something. And there was just a recent recent shootout just like two days ago in East Los Angeles with the CHP. Someone just started going off on rounds on like someone's. I think there's a lot of like sh- uh, shootings that. Don't go reported either. Cause that was, uh, yeah, it's like, like that all the time. Yeah. I was randomly like searching like mass shooters in the last year. And there's a lot that don't get reported. It's like, there's no fatalities, but I'm like, okay, well this person shot like five oh, people. There's shootings every day, let alone just well, like, like when you, area, I think a mass like, shooting is, isn't that considered like four or more people? I, I, I'm not sure the count, but I mean, a mass shooting for me would be anyone getting shot more than two. Well, I think mass is, means like, multiple, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, I think it's four or more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still sad nonetheless, even if it's yeah. one fatality, you're just getting shot and like having to deal with that. But, you know, I kind of want to touch a little bit on, you know, we'll, we'll work backwards here. We'll just start with the most recent, um, the one in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, I mean, I, I'm still in like, as much as we see it all the time that you, it's, it's hard to say, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, but sometimes you just kind of go numb to the shootings, but this one in particular, I, I've been seeing so many stories. I mean, when they showed the pictures of the children the day after, that was really heartbreaking. There's just babies, like just small little children, little faces. And to think as a parent, or at least them, the ones that lost their children, that was the last time they saw them was dropping them off, thinking it's just like a normal day where you just drop off your kid, you go to work or whatever, and then you just like pick them up. And did, you, did you see the dad? I who, saw a couple of dads. Where, where he was, uh, he found out because- like 10 hours later, that well, one? Well, no, no, he found out because he showed up on scene and saw another little girl being carried off that I think he initially thought was dead. Turned out she wasn't. And she said, um, I think she, she said something to the effect of, you know, I'm okay, but they killed my best friend. My best friend isn't breathing. Right. And then she said her best friend's name and it was his daughter. Oh my That's God. so sad. And he's like fucking breaking down in front of the camera. And it's, it is, it is gut wrenching to you watch. guys. Have you guys seen as, as sad as this whole thing is the response from Certain groups have been unsurprising. I don't know if you heard what uh, Governor Greg Abbott said. Yeah, I kind of want to touch on those in a bit because there's a oh, couple yeah. that I I actually were just I can't believe these people would say these things, but I, I, I we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. But you know, um, one of the things that did bother me was just like, you know, I can't I necessarily say it's the media itself, but they they're just so like on these parents to get interviews and, and get their reactions. I'm just like, why can't they just let them grieve? I kept to leave them alone. Like that bothers me a lot. But again, I, I don't know if these parents are wanting to come forward and say things. So I don't know the whole backstory, but I think there was <clears> a parent <throat> on Facebook who, who posted about how uh, governor Abbott was asking him to like speak about the situation and like basically praise the cops for protecting who didn't do shit. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Please don't ask me to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we saw the video footage of like 
cops just standing there not doing anything parents wanting to go like i think one mom got arrested uh mm-hmm. one cop was threatening to tase another one it wasn't I, the border it was border control i think that finally the border came. patrol like i killed the the guy that went how in there fa- how close is the city to the border it's pretty close okay yeah it's a border town um but yeah it's it's one of those things like uh, like I said, I have no words. It's so sad. And then the one teacher that died, her husband died like the day after he had like a heart oh, attack. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, terrible. That's, that's so, yeah. so sad. Um, you know, but like, I'm just speechless to be honest with you. It's, it's extremely sad. Cause I mean, I, I want kids, we want kids and I can't imagine having that feeling of just like, dropping my kid off and then something happening to them, I would just lose my shit. Like I I would probably run through that barricade and probably risk getting shot by another cop because it's my child. You're going to do whatever you need to do to try to save them. And if law enforcement's not doing anything to help in this situation, what the fuck do we have them for? Like, why are they there? Aren't they there to serve and protect? Why did, why? I mean, I'm just thinking their logic. Why would they, keep any parent out well for one they don't want them to get injured that's one yeah that would be my first guess is that they're probably because i think there is there's got to be a level of thinking like Mm -hmm. okay if i let this person in here am am i made you're responsible for letting them die because you were supposed to watch out or do they make the situation potentially worse i can't think of i i just can't think of the logic behind that because like i'll give you an example if there's like a if there is a, a group of terrorists in a building, right, and your kids are in there, right, um, as a, as an officer, I would be apprehensive to let you go in. You know, you know what I mean, like. But then reflecting back, is that is that correct? Because if you're if you're saving parents from getting injured, then thing, why are your kids in there? Well, the thing is that here's the thing. If those cops were actually doing something like don't go in and they're running in there, you have like a SWAT team or whatever going in to try to like, you know, defuse the situation. That's one thing. But these cops weren't doing anything. And that's a different story. Yeah, that's, that's a different story. Yeah, they, thought, so, they thought the shooting had ended yeah, or the, some crazy. Yeah, that, that's a completely different story. If I would expect the cops to be doing something if they're not going to let me in. Right. But I would I would assume normal protocol would be you're not you're not going to let civilians in. Because they potentially, it's, it's like a, it, it's like a wild card because you, you have maybe if they were doing their job properly, right. they have the situation somewhat under control. You, now you're introducing a variable to the situation that doesn't particularly gel with what's going on. So, you know what I mean? They're trying to look out for all the kids. Well, they're supposed to look out for all of the kids and all the people that are there. So I, I, I initially I could be like, yo, yeah, I would, I don't know if I would let the parents in either, but you're not fucking doing anything. Right. Like, like you're not, you're not doing, you're, you're, you're not doing anything. Right. For like, what, what did they say for an hour? Yeah. It was an hour. They actually posted a timeline of, of the events, like an estimated timeline. It was, I think 77 minutes. The shooter was inside the building. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, not insane. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Like, even I guess if, the door was locked, and I, I, I think they assumed it was over, and they couldn't open the door. Of course, this needs to be investigated further. But I'm wondering if that's where they're like, okay. Well, but I, then they still ha- then there were still like, like hundreds of shots fired. I, I also. And this is the problem with some of these stories like this and the internet, unfortunately. But I did hear something about the cops saying they didn't want to go in because they were like scared. Not in those exact words, but they were like, there's a chance that we can get shot. And it's like, yeah, it's your fucking it's job. A, yeah, it's like a fucking building being on fire and the firefighters are just standing around like, uh, we didn't go in because we're scared. Like, that's just, that's your fucking job. This is what you yeah. train for. Like, it sucks to have a position where your like, life is always on the line, but this is why you took this fucking job, to serve and protect the community. If not, then let everyone carry a gun like just loosely. And we could talk about guns in this whole podcast too, but just like let them go in there and do what they need to if you're not going to do the fucking job because someone has to do it. That's someone's kids. Like I said, I would do anything to go in there and try to save my child's life. Doesn't matter if I got pinned down or anything like that. 
But it's just like, as a parent, you're going to want to do that. But, you know, it sucks to stand there and not do shit. And as a parent, to see them doing that, and you're like, what the yeah, fuck are you doing? And you're watching them do it. So, and I and I said all that earlier about, like, I understand why cops wouldn't let somebody in. Yeah. But that being said, I understand 100% why a parent would be like, yo, what the fuck? Let me in. Yeah. Right. I get that aspect of it, too. You're not doing shit. Let me in there and I'll go get my kid. There's, and man, I've, I've, I've heard a ton of different rumors about things that I kind of want to bring up, but I'm scared to because I don't know if they're real or not. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can just say that you're not sure about it. So this is something that I'm actually 100% not sure. It could be false. I'm hoping that you guys will tell me that it's false. Early on, I heard that, that there were officers who were able to get their kids out. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about that either. So I... You know how the internet is. People go fucking wild with making bullshit up. So I hope that's not true. That's 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 what I'm gonna say. I hope that shit isn't true. Yeah, like so it started off from what I hear and you know the story and the timeline is he started off with his grandmother shooting his grandmother Mm -hmm. and then he crashed a car. I feel like these are all kind of like, hey, someone didn't see anything. No, there were people that saw him that were approaching him to see if everybody was okay. And he shot at them. And then that was the first one. And I forget what those people did. I think that they might have called somebody. But yeah, he had shot at bystanders who were coming to see if he was okay. You know what? I I, I wish he was still alive, to be honest with you. Because I rather would have seen him suffer in prison than just going out this way. I mean, you know how I am. I'm pretty anti-death penalty. I think most people should have to suffer in prison. Personally. I feel like I feel like the death penalty is a pretty easy way out. Um, right. I I understand where people are coming from though, where they said that yo this person deserves to die. I would never tell a family member, yo you shouldn't be thinking that about who killed it. Whoever, you know, right, right. But the fact that he just went out like is, is fucking coward. Like well, he obviously had issues. There was like you know text. I don't know if you saw the text messages between him and someone else. No, Some well, like let ahead. me let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, yeah. Another rumor. Did he kill himself or was he killed? He was the killed. Border Patrol agent supposedly killed him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, but yeah, no, there was like a, a text message change. I don't know who it was on like Facebook or he was just like tagging someone with his guns and they're like, why are you tagging me? And he's just like, oh, because he was kind of hinting at stuff, but the person never said anything because they were kind of scared too. Mm. And so, um, but now that person, I guess, has said like they wish they would have said something, probably would have prevented all this. Um, that guilt that person feeling, not just the guilt, but imagine the trauma that the kids who witness all this will have to go through now for the rest of their lives. Like the therapy to see them, like it's just an early age. Your your brain's barely developing. You're shaping things, your perspective of life, and now you're gonna have fear. You're gonna be scared. This is like what triggers a lot of traumas from early on in your childhood, and it goes on into adulthood. So I, I can't even imagine, or just the parents in general who are like, ah, you're you're staying at home. You're you're gonna homeschool now. There's no way I'm letting you go to a school anymore. Well, you know what freaks me out? Not freaks me out, but you you said something about being kind of numb to it. Yeah. Like, I think what really disappoints me the most about this situation is how long was Sandy Hook? How long ago was Sandy Hook? Uh, almost 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. that was a while back. You would, uh, you would think, I think any rational person would think, oh, shit, this is one of the worst, you know, tragedies this country has, you know, has happened to this country since 9-11. Um, we should probably do something to keep this from happening. I don't think anybody knew what to do. And... I don't know. I think, I think, I think people, I think reasonable people know what to do. Yeah. Like, cause like, uh, and not these uh, politicians that are in the office. Well, I think they're playing. Well, obviously they're playing us, but like, I, I, I see the two, the two arguments consistently gun control or it's a mental health issue. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how, how could you not be a reasonable person and, and not accept the fact that it's probably, both but like what are you what are you gonna what what could you realistically do i just i don't understand the mental health argument because mental health is always going to be a problem like the number of of people just in my time working in the emergency department we see people who are suicidal homicidal every day but we can't just cure people overnight or even if we grant them access to more mental health care 
it's still a disease that people are combating. And I think there was like an estimate that like, um, only like two out of every three mass shooters had a diagnosable condition. So that's, that's not going to fix it. But in the meantime, they can't have access to these deadly weapons. And and I think most people know that, but Republicans are clinging to their second. I mean, let alone someone that's 18, this guy bought two, I think two rifles within the same week. Yeah. It takes you a longer to like register your car, transfer registrations from state to state than it does to buy a fucking gun in Texas. Mm-hmm. That's that's the shit that I this, this is the shit that like has just been confusing the fuck out of me since both of these things have been happening. Like I feel like I keep hearing one side say you can't take away our guns. But I feel like for the most part the other side I hear saying common sense gun regulation. I don't really hear this mass amount of people saying we need to get rid of fucking guns. I hear people saying we want to make it harder to get into the hands of people who are mentally ill or might commit these crimes. So it's frustrating. Yeah. I don't think getting rid of guns is going to solve anything because it's like if there's a will, there's a way you can get a gun. Um, I mean, a lot of people are getting guns in the black market. But like don't I, I've you seen think people. There should be some regulation. I, I'm not. I'll get to that. Yeah. It, you know, I I've seen people in like videos on Instagram, like gang members, like they literally have fucking bazookas. Like, how the fuck did they get bazookas? Like in the hood, you know. So there's ways. The black market's there. You can buy whatever you want. But I do think that there should be tighter regulations because I'm I'm pro gun. I'm all about owning and you know um, having that right. Um, to bear arms and protect yourself, protect your family. Um, but I also think that there should be stricter background checks, stricter regulations. No 18-year-old should go and buy a gun. I mean, you can't drink until you're 21, but you can go buy a fucking gun. Um, those things in general, right? Um, and alcohol actually kills more people than guns at times, depending on the statistics and where you're from. But, um, But yeah, there should be... Deeper background checks. I mean, obviously there should be something that's flagged in a record. Like let's say you were hospitalized for some kind of mental illness. That should be a red flag if you were ever incarcerated. Um, you know, anything that was racially motivated, um, your post, you know, do you have any posts on Facebook, social media that might be racially motivated? Anything that's questionably kind of, you know, maybe you can do something. Those things I think need to be looked at a little bit deeper and it's going to take some time to figure that out because that's not something you can just do like really quick. Um, I mean, California has really strict gun laws. I mean, you, it, it, but at the same token, um, I don't you know. Things happen like the shooting, obviously just a couple of weeks ago in yeah. Orange County. Um, the one where the guy went into church, um, you know, he went in there, forgot, I don't know what type of gun specifically, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know about that. I don't feel, I feel like that one's just kind of flew off. Like now that one's not that important because of what happened recently with the children. Yeah, 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 We're yeah. not really hearing a lot about that. Or even the one in Buffalo, we're not really hearing a lot about that either anymore. Um, Cause now this is taking president of like everything else. Um, but yeah, there should be, like definitely be regulations. I'm, I don't know what that looks like. It would take a lot of brainstorming a lot of getting people together and really figuring something out because I think it would have been done already. I don't see, I don't think so. I think the only thing that's preventing it from happening is um, lobbyist money. I, I, you know what I mean? I feel like the NRA. I was going to say, do you think the NRA is giving these people like a bunch of money to keep, you know, bro, I, I, I wish I, I should have thought about it. I saw a list the other day of a ton of politicians that oh, all Mitt Romney had, like gets gets a lot of donations yeah, from them. It was it was a ton of but it was a ton of politicians yeah. that all get millions of dollars um on behalf of the NRA. In fact, Trump today, um Ted Cruz and I think a bunch of other po- other politicians Fucking idiot. were speaking at a at an NRA mm-hmm. uh, Abbott, rally. Abbott out, did you speaking of Ted Cruz? Did you hear what his suggestion was to prevent these things about getting rid of fu- getting rid of fucking doors? Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. I, like I, what the fuck? If I don't know if we have any 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 listeners in Texas, but I'm I'm God honest. I'm asking you guys. I don't understand how any adult takes Ted Cruz seriously outside of you are rooting for your political team and that is it. Because like Trump comes out, calls this motherfucker all sorts of shit, says his dad uh, was involved in the killing of JFK, 
calls his uh, wife straight straight up calls his wife ugly, basically, right? Dang, I know that. Yeah, this is this is in the debates and shit. Um, like I said, heavily heavily alluded his father to have killed or been involved in the assassination of JFK. That's why I like Trump. To be honest with you, he's just like your your wife is fucking ugly. That. Go but, on, Evan. But. Uh, <laughs> Says all this shit. Ted Cruz is like, I'm, I, that's too far. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to show you in the election. Towards the end of the election, this fool is handing, is doing robocalls for Trump. Oh like, God. what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, this, I, this dude I, was talking about your wife. Not just that, but for the people of Texas, he abandoned them when they needed him the most when they had that snowstorm. Bro. He was in fucking Cancun. Bro. And then he didn't even own up to it. And he blamed it on his family. He was like, oh, yeah, one of them wanted to, yeah, we had to do it. Like, oh, okay. So He's, this is what yeah. I think is happening. I think, Fucking I think this is where Democrats or leftists are not seeing the bigger picture. I think Republicans are really good at no matter what supporting each other. And I think oh, that's yeah. why they keep winning shit. I think that's yeah. why they keep maintaining power because they don't get butt hurt and their voters don't go to the polls and they're not like, Oh, well he did say that thing. And I don't, I'm not really feeling this, like what they stand for. They're just, they just vote red no matter what. Yeah. And like uh, the yeah. same with the politicians, they doesn't, they can say the meanest shit to each other. They still have each other's backs. And it's always like that. And I feel like, you know, more logical people are like, I don't really respect this person. I'm not going to vote for this Democrat. It's, like, I'm just saying, in the midterms coming up November 8th, this is when it's going to matter because the reason a lot of these gun laws are not being introduced or passed is because we need 60% in the Senate, and we don't have that. Well, here, here's the thing that's shitty is I think I, I saw a poll the other day that said, like, over half of the country wants better regulation for um yeah. for guns. But it's not going to happen. Republicans won't let it happen. Yeah. And so we and they're going to keep using the filibuster. And that means we need 60 percent Democrats to come to overrule the filibuster anytime the Senate tries to rule it like uh, to shoot it down. And that's what we need. It doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter uh, if you just because we have the majority in the House and the Senate. Right. Yeah. Both. But it doesn't matter because we we don't we need 60 percent in the Senate. Yeah. And that's just the way the rules are. So people yeah. keep getting mad like you know, you wanted this Democrat White House and nothing's happening. That's why. Same shit that You need to learn Obama. how the government the government works. And this Come is on, why man. Voting. And this is why the midterms are really important because we are voting for lawmakers in November. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, and I totally agree. And that was my Joe Biden impersonation, by the way, if you guys didn't get that. But, um... <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's just the way it is. And, yeah, when you have the NRA supporting them, uh, nothing's going to change when you're getting nope. big money thrown at you. It's going to make anyone go that way and stay in that route. Just another thing to shit on Ted Cruz. I believe at this, at this NRA meeting today, he specifically was laying the blame on rap music and what? Vid and video games <laughs> as if, as this, as if this is like 1992, right? you like know what know I mean? Two live crew is ruining yeah, our youth. Right? Like I, when I read it, I was like, I cannot, I I cannot voters believe. Are well, I, there's been a lot of Republicans that have said some dumbass shit. One, Fox News was trying to blame it on the pandemic, saying that it's because of mental illness now is much worse because of the pandemic. And if things would have been better without these, you know, these lockdowns, maybe we wouldn't have run into this. And some fucking lady also posted about was the was the shooter um, from Mexico or something like that? Was he from some somewhere else? Because uh, was it on we need, Twitter? I think so. And we need better like border. Um, Security. Yeah, of course, they're going to use that. I I uh I saw that, and she retracted it because she got shitted on tough on Twitter. Um, because of course the dude was a, a he's the kid is an American citizen who committed the crime. Um, and and you know, like I said, she had to kind of so, somewhat walk back and then and then immediately. But this know, is the mindset that these people yeah. have that the automatically they don't want to take blame for it. They want to blame it on illegal aliens. They want to blame it on people uh, that have mental illness, which I guarantee. Yeah, it's part of an issue, but they want to blame it on things like the pandemic uh, taking away doors. Like, I'm sorry, but there's Door also uh, there needs to be a fire escape. And the fire department would not approve of your oh, no. fucking like suggestion ted cruz there's also fox news had um <clears throat> one of the dads of uh i forget what his name is on the laura ingram show 
uh, one of the fathers of the daughter who was killed in one of the other school shootings, I think the Stone Douglas one. Anyhow, he is getting interviewed and he is saying it's the parents' fault for choosing that school. They, the parents should be going to the school to see if it's safe, it's, if it's secured. And if not, they need to send them to private school. Wait, his daughter died? Yes. Uh, and he is going on Fox News saying that par- it's parents because they're not the ones figuring out if the school is safe or not. Like, this is the mindset. And I know Fox News is a deranged network, but this is what Republicans are hearing. And that's, you know, they just absorb this garbage. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding let me, me. Let me ask you a question, because I've been seeing this debate in the uh, the online political sphere those last these last couple of weeks a lot. Um, have you guys heard of like the, the, the great replacement theory? Mm-hmm. It's bits. Obvi- obviously everybody's talking about it right yep. now. Right. I'm Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. I think, um, don't, don't super quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Lauren Southern Southern is a, um, uh, online political commentator. I believe she's talked about it. A, a ton of conservative. I've, I've heard this rhetoric from a ton of different people. Do you guys think that, it's that type of rhetoric that drives some of this shit, like the Buffalo shooting. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Kind of like the kind of like taking over the Capitol, you know, having some kind of motivation, someone to be out there, kind of speaking like this is what we need to do. It's people are easily brainwashed, especially. I'm sorry, a lot of these conservative people are easily manipulated. I mean, we we Ted Cruz obviously supporting Trump and like all these other things, kind of like that. We've talked about it. Um, being a team. Even though you're like, we suck, but since we're a team, we're going to support each other anyway. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunately like that. And yeah, I think a lot of it drives a lot of people to do this stuff. But it's just like no one's taking responsibility for any of this. Um, and I should say mostly the conservatives. Um, I mean, I consider myself to be somewhat of a conservative and have my conservative views on things. But at the same token, like I am, no. This, this has to stop. It oh. had to stop. I mean, from Columbine, it should have started there. Um, I'm going to stop you every time you say that, dude. You are, yeah, you are, you are a moderate. <laughs> I, I could, well, you're I'm not a, a full conservative. There's some things you're, I think yeah, yeah, that, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, you, I lean towards, yeah. but. Um, you, you, you particularly <clears throat> lean left, but you have, you have a, you, you're, you, you have some conservative-esque beliefs, but you are not close I to think, like a full bone conservative. Let me moderate this being the moderate real quick. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, uh, lost my train of thought where I was going. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Well, Damn I'm, you, I Evan. I don't want to hear you calling call yourself conservative. Anyway, going other, back to my conservative Yeah, view. you're saying the conservatives aren't taking accountability and, and the, they're not going to, they're not going yeah, to. Yeah, they're not because, because again, like Evan stated, like there's all these people lobbying for certain things, getting money and, uh, it's a, it's, I hate to say like, you know, I hate to say that it's a cult, but really, they, it's the Illuminati. They really know how to rally their base. They know how to get them to vote, and it, if it keeps working for them, and if tragedies like this happen, they're really good at creating this different perspective where it's like, I mean, you've seen it okay, just I within hours of the shooting. People were saying yeah. all this stupid ass shit about maybe he's from like you know he's an illegal alien, maybe you know this and this and this and that. Like yeah. literally, just happened. Like. Shut the fuck up. Let people grieve. This is a tragic thing. You're wanting to go up there and now blame things like we need better border security because this wouldn't have happened. Like this happened on American soil. There's been mass shootings have all happened here on our soil. These have been like American terrorists. I'll tell you what, done I'll tell you what conservatives say is they'll be like, well, we're not Venezuela or El Salvador. Other countries are looking at us and saying, fuck. I know. Well, I'm telling you that, they, I mean, we we don't have the highest, you know, massacre rate. We don't have the high. But if we're looking at developed countries, by far, we are definitely We shouldn't highest. have let this happen. No. You know what oh, fucking really drives me crazy just about that whole thing anyway is, like, motherfuckers forget that, like, all of our fucking ancestors came over here and did the same shit to the mm-hmm. native people of this fucking country. And then you're going to have the audacity to be like their ancestors, Evan. Oh, well, <laughs> listen, <laughs> our ancestors had nothing to do with this. Listen, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, I'm sure there's a couple, a couple, 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 a uh, couple of colonizers in my blood, unfortunately, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> but like, but it's just, that shit just drives me fucking crazy, bro. Like American history is, is, is 
steeped heavily in like the fucking raping and pillaging of this country. Um, when the, you know what I mean? When the people, the perpetrators were not from here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now that we're here and we're, and you know, everything set, like, you know, Americans have this shit settled. Oh man, it drives I, you know, me I think fucking that, crazy. I think back bro. at like, like civil war times when you had like the union and the Confederacy. And I, I, th I think to myself, and I'm sure most people think back, like, how could you have supported the Confederacy? How could you have supported slavery? Like, isn't that crazy that you would be okay with that? And now I see today's, uh, you know, political culture. And I'm like, oh, I totally get it. I totally get how people could have been like that. I'm sure there's lots of people who would still support slavery. And I think it's because they appeal to their audience and they motivate them and they make them feel under attack. They make like, you know, their religion feel under attack. Their, their, you know, dominance as a male cis white, you know, person in the country. The, they always talk about like, you know, the LGBTQIA community is really uh, interrupting the, what do they call the family, the, you know, family looking like a, what's that called when they, when it's like a husband, wife, mom, dad, <sighs> blanking on the term. Anyhow. Like the standard family? Yeah. yeah. Oh, There's a word for it. I know what you mean. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of, I can't think of the word right now. Anyhow. But yeah, I know what you mean. But they, but I mean, and I honestly, like I grew up in that religion and that was very much like they were, it was praised to, to, it was good that it was a sin if you didn't honor a family that was a husband, wife, you know, children. I, I, and I, you just thinking about, you were talking about thinking about to the Confederacy and stuff. And mm -hmm. I, it's just, there's so much revisionist history that like, it's hard to, it's hard for some people to kind of see the, see the history for what it really is because it's like, what do you believe? I remember I was talking to this one guy on uh, Facebook one time back when I was a bit more active in like trying to challenge people. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, were, we were, we were arguing about the Confederacy and he was trying to tell me, he was trying to argue with me that like the Confederacy, the, the, the civil war was actually not that bad. I was like, what are you talking what? about? And I was like, more Americans died in that war than any other war, obviously because it's all Americans, but right. regardless, I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And he started talking about how General Lee? Custard? No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. Robert, e. Uh, Robert E. Lee wasn't that bad either. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, he's a complicated man. And we started both going back and forth of facts, right? About like, I'm like, he's terrible because of this. And he'd be like, well, there's this. And I'd be like, well, he's terrible because of this. And he's like, where's this? And this will, ne I'll never forget this. His last thing was, cause I said, he, <laughs> he was capturing freed slaves and then returning them to like slavery, right? Once, once they captured them. And his response to me was, well, that's just military strategy. Oh my God. And I, and at that point I was like, wow. I can't, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can say to this guy because he thinks that that is acceptable. It's immunity, yeah, if it. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, that's just military strategy. I'm like, all right, I'm out. That is so crazy. I'm out. So it's just like, yeah, you're right. Like there's a part of me that sometimes goes like, how can people believe this shit? But then again, like <laughs> there's so much, there's so much misinformation about like our own history I can, I can kind of understand why some people may just be like a lot of our history is just plain out lies, yeah. not yeah, necessarily we misinformation. We've been trying to change that, and who's the party that doesn't? But like I, to but I mean, that? it's it's it. That's what I mean, though. When I say misinformation, it's like it's it's um it's purposefully done. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, for sure. Like it's purposefully, like uh, I wish I remembered the name of the organization. I think it was is it the Sisters of the Sisters of the Confederacy or something like that. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like there was like an organized plan to erect as many um, Confederate statues across the country by like, I think like an organization, like, and cause a lot of those, a lot of those statues people don't know are like, they're more recent than the Confederate, than the civil war. Right. But it's this weird effort to kind of like, I don't know, idolize some of these myth, myth, uh, myth, what is, what's the word? Mythological. Uh, yes. Uh, some of these figures in the in the Confederacy, it's fucking weird, bro. Yeah, it's almost like a Jordan Peele movie. The way the world's happening, like to be honest with you, that's what it feels like. Almost like, um, what was that movie? Um, Get out. Get out. That's yeah. what it feels like. 
Like, I feel like it's turning into that. Like, I mean, I just recently saw like a video of some lady in Target um, was going around in like a little wheelchair telling her and her husband, telling uh, staff members and people to go back to Mexico. And the Target uh, manager was standing there and not like continuing to help her instead of like telling her to get out the store. And the lady that was recording, she was like, why don't you kick her out? Why are you letting this happen? Do you know and, where this is at? Um, I don't like, I don't know exactly which state it happened in. I think I, I told you all that happened to Bertha, right? No. Bertha was at a, um, a gas station and someone, um, pulled up on her and her mother, I believe. No. And was telling, and was telling them that they had to go, they should go back to Mexico or some Damn, shit like I that. I fucking hate people. So it's like, I hate people. Yeah, man. I, I, and I, I hate know. to say that I, 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 but well, I know a lot of them are older generations, but I, I'm seeing so many young people catching onto this. Garbage. And I know, and I can speak from experience and I know we haven't had a podcast about religion, but the evangelical Christian religion definitely is deeply rooted in a lot of this, you know, politics. And I think they feel safe in their church group that kind of push this like garbage narrative. And I, and because I think they're attached because of that, and the rest of it doesn't affect them. They're going to keep voting red. They're going to they're going to keep affirming these things or just like not talking about it. Like, uh, you know, I can kind of see why they don't want to, you know, teach, you know, gender or, you know, LGBTQIA stuff. And I, I can kind of see why they don't want to teach critical race theory, because, you know, some parents, you know, we need to respect the parents. And and what they don't see is you're also not respecting the parents who send their kid to school to get a real education and talk about real history. So who has the advantage here? You're not, you're nobody's free because you are free. And I, I feel like a lot of these people can't see out of their own reality. That has been the default. So when you talk about a conservative, you're talking about the literal definition is not changing or little change or going back to before change happens. So they're saying don't change anything from the past or what currently is. And everybody's like, you know, we're sick of this. We, we want change. We want to hear the real history. We want our children to feel inclusive and not be bullied for who they are. And conservatives can't see outside themselves. Cause these things don't happen to them necessarily. Exactly. And so they don't really, they can't relate. So if it doesn't happen to them, they can care less cause it's not personal. But sometimes care. I, you know, as, as horrible as, as this may sound, I kind of wish stuff would happen to them <laughs> just so they can like be like, fuck, yep. things and need to change. Until they have a gay child, until um, they're, they're infertile and they need to do IVF. Or if they do have a gay child, they might disown them and just be like, you know, that happens. I've seen that quite a bit. When they do have a gay child, they disown them. They either they, disown them or they say they don't affirm them and they have a rocky relationship. Or, you know, those who are pro-life who are like, you know, life happens at conception and they can't get pregnant, um, which is so wild. I know this is off topic, but like some of these states who are like, yeah, we're going to ban IUDs and uh, basically we're pro-life at the point of conception, but we're going to be, we're okay with IVF though. I'm pretty sure that's probably because the men want to be dads and they know that it has nothing to do with the woman's body at that point. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to look deeper into these issues and be like, they want to control women and they want to keep their Christian cis hetero white normative culture. And I think people are just progressives like myself. We're just fed up with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's not okay. Yeah. There's a lot of things obviously that they don't see wrong, but um, going back to the shootings, um, I, I also kind of wanted to touch a little bit about the Buffalo shooting because that was horrible. And actually, I think the services are happening this weekend. Mm. Um, and that just was racially motivated um, playing out. I mean, you guys saw what the shooter had written on his rifle, right? Yeah, like yeah. on his barrel and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, that was extremely upsetting. And the way it was handled too, like he was apprehended pretty easily. Like they just kind of peacefully arrested him and took him away. And I'm just like, huh, interesting. Cause I feel like if that would have been, let's say if it was the Mexican kid who shot up the supermarket, right? I'm sure he would have got his ass fucking beat down and then like taken away or whatever. It's one of those things where I know when I say it, someone's going to be like, oh, Evan, you're fucking overthinking it. But like, yeah, when, you, when, yeah when you look at just the history of yeah. everything in this fucking country, it's right. hard not to kind of give. It's hard not to think about. We it, have been man. tainted by it. Yeah, we're 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 completely traumatized, and this is all we believe because this is all we continue to see. And like Aaron and you have been saying, until there's change, we're gonna continue to see it this way, and our children are gonna see it this way. 
because that's how historically it's been and it continues to be. It's been proven time after time that if you're a minority, you don't have these same benefits as someone that is white. Even if you go shoot up a fucking supermarket, you're going to be taken away peacefully and you're going to have a trial that's fair and that's going to be like, you know, we're, we're going to give you some benefits that maybe someone of color wouldn't have had in a situation like yours. Um, it's extremely sad. I mean, and a lot of these people that died at the supermarket were older too, grandmas. And it's like grandpas. Like it's super sad. I think I saw something where it was like one of them was like someone in their Mm eighties and it's like she was, and she was just going to the market to get some, Mm -hmm. you know, some, it's it's like, damn man. So sad. Yeah. Extremely sad. That's not mental health. That is fucking sick. That's just sick. Uh, Yeah. It's, I mean, even with this whole black lives matter with the, uh, what's that, what's that, what's the shooter's name? The white kid that got let go. Um, Oh, Rittenhouse. Yes, Rittenhouse. Like we saw that at like kind of played out. I felt like, you know, that was going to play out the way it was supposed to. And it did. I mean, um, the only thing that I was like happy to see and kind of interested, like was like not interested, but surprised was the George Floyd thing. Like with the cops, I'm like, well, that turned out to be favorable. That was great. Justice was served. And it's still kind of going with some of these other uh, officers that were involved. I think one turned himself in or just completely admitted to being guilty. Um, but these are the things that, you know, are, con- are constant. Um, and you shouldn't have to be scared to go to a supermarket just like school and go buy groceries. I mean, I, I, I look at that that way, you know, having small nieces and nephews when they're like, oh, we're going to the movie theaters with my friends. Like, I'm just like, Whoa. Like I'm uncomfortable about that. I remember that shooting. I remember that. Yeah, shooting. the Batman shooting. Dude, you shouldn't have to feel as if the cops aren't gonna be on your side. I know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like that. That to me is, I think, almost just as scary as the shooting. The shootings that are happening is like, yo, like if I, if I, if if I'm in this situation, are the cops gonna think I did it? Or are they, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, how are they gonna treat me in this situation? Can like, imagine. like that shit scares me. I just saw a video the other day, and I. I sometimes don't like talking about this kind of stuff, not because I'm scared to, but just because like I get frustrated at hearing s- people that I love uh, some of their opinions about it. But uh, I saw a video the other day where a dude called the police, I think because his place got robbed and they arrested him. What? And it's like, wait, what? Like I called you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I called y'all to come help me. Crazy. You know what I mean? And it's it's like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And I've told I've told you guys millions of times on this podcast, like my dad was in the military for 20 years and turned right around and was in border patrol for another 15. So I have I have a lot of respect for people in uniform. But like, yo, like do your fucking job right now. Yeah. You know what no- I mean? There's no excuse for this no shit excuse. that's happening in this fucking country. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Anytime I've ever gotten pulled over or questioned by a white cop, I automatically like tense up and I'm like, I'm going to go to jail. I don't know for like, for maybe just like not making a complete like turn or maybe turning when I wasn't supposed to turn. Like, I don't know why I'm going to jail. That's, and I shouldn't have to think that way. And anyone of color shouldn't have to think that way, but it, it is the way that it is. You shouldn't have to call the cops and be like, someone stole my stuff at my home. And then you get arrested because they're like, oh, it was you. You broke in. We got a report. I mean, I've, I've been like stereo, like stereotyped, like racially profiled for dumbass shit before that had nothing to do with anything. It just, I felt like it was just racially motivated. Like some cop one time, I think I might've told this story, pulled me over saying I had a busted taillight when he was going he was coming at me. I don't know how he saw what? a busted taillight. He pulled me over saying I had a busted taillight, which I never did. And so that was like, what the fuck? Because he saw me playing music. I And you know, as a minority, when you get that look, I'm getting pulled over. I don't know for what. I was leaving the gym, had a hat to the side, and I was like playing like rap music with the windows rolled down because it was hot. And he gave me that look. Mm, pull his fucking kid over. Maybe because he didn't like me. He doesn't like that. And I supposedly had a busted taillight and he saw it coming forward, like, you know, opposite way of the traffic. So things like that happen. And, um, like Evan said, we shouldn't have to be scared of the cops. I mean, even if it's like something we need them for, we shouldn't have to be scared that we're going to get in trouble for it. Like that's crazy to me. Crazy. That's crazy to me. Like you you can't even feel comfortable asking for help. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's so scary. Well, back to the, 
the shooting, uh, this is one point that conservatives have brought it, and I want your guys' opinion on it. Teachers carrying guns, which no. I find to be... No. I don't think teachers should be carrying guns. Absolutely stupid. Uh, but there's like there are some that are so confident in this. Like, So I'm, I'm going to just throw out something. Can I, can I just tell you guys something like a, a fact that happened right after the shooting? Uh, Bulletproof backpack sales went up like mm, tenfold. No, like I extremely, don't blame them. Yeah. So real quick, I yeah, go really it. don't believe in that whole ideology. Um, uh, the only thing that could stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I'm believing that shit. Because, well, it hasn't worked. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's basically because like, I don't believe in people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kind of like when I explain that situation of just like, you're not just going to send someone, any random Joe off the street into like, you know, stop like a, a terrorist attack. Like, I don't believe that just because a teacher has a gun or some sort of, you know, weapon that they, how do I know that like Mrs. M- Mrs. Mrs. Laura is, isn't going to make the situation worse. Right. You know what I or mean? Or she's going to drop it and it's going to like. I mean, I, I'm sure they're not going to give just a teacher a gun and be like, you got to protect. There's I mean, going to be literally training. What, what they think. Like I know. This. I know. But I mean, there's going to be training and there's going to be scenarios that they're going to put them in just like a cop and they're going to have to like be able to work under pressure. And so I, but I'm still not on board with like yeah, them having a gun. And, and here's the thing too, dude. Like, <clears> it's like, yeah, I'm sure they'll get some sort of limited training. Are they going to get, these teachers barely have enough money to run, to budgeted yeah. for their class let alone enough money to even probably be there and teach like to just general. live and survive yeah. so like huh. do i really think that like we're gonna give them enough proper training to protect my potential child they're better they're better be better be a big increase in their salary because yeah, for what teachers are making and they're and like especially like living in the states like california they're gonna be like i barely have enough to live you think i'm gonna risk my life for but, this shit but they're not gonna do that yeah they're not going to however i do think that there should be someone guarding a school like we have security on school campuses but we should probably as much as i would hate to see it but i think it's necessary nowadays as we should have someone else a guard standing there patrolling like a cop specifically for the schools i mean there's cops on college campuses why shouldn't there be some in like elementary schools or junior highs or high schools? Um, some schools have metal detectors, um, but I think those need to be enforced and those should be a standard. It's scary because it's like almost like you're going into prison, like thinking about it. Like you have cops there guarding you. You're going in the classrooms. Everything's locked down. Like it's a prison. And I never grew up in that environment growing up. Like we, it was free. Like you go to learn and you go and you play, you make friends, you go on field trips. You don't think about these things, but kids now like in elementary school are having to think about gun safety, wearing bulletproof backpacks. I was happy with just my Jansport and those things ripped really easy. And so, you know, having to have more weight, um, I'm sure they're light, but you know, just wearing like, make sure you wear your backpack because you just never know. Don't you take off your backpack? I mean, how many times as a kid did you want to take off your backpack and just leave it on the floor and jump on a tree or do something or, you know, play, do something, just be a kid. Yeah. Do you think we're going to be able to, if we, if we're lucky enough to actually pass good gun reform laws, do you think we're actually going to be able to get a lot of these military style guns like out of the hands of people? Like I think New Zealand and like Australia did like buyback programs where I think they did that here. We had just have so many, (laughs) but they gave them like $50 gift cards or gas cards, which isn't going to get you shit. But so this is another, this is going to be another hot take. I honestly think the government could really do it if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, they can do anything. Like, yeah, like like I do hear that. Like, oh, there's so many guns on the street and blah, blah, blah. I, I really, if they really wanted to do it, I think they could do it. I think a majority of Americans wouldn't do shit about it. Because if someone showed up in your, if someone showed up in front of your house with a tank, it was like, yo, give, give me all that shit. You're probably going to do it. Like, I don't give a fuck how heroic some people out there say they are. Right. Especially if your family's in danger. Right. Like, I don't I really don't believe it. However, like I I don't know, man. I think the government could really do what they wanted to. I just think the NRA has their hands, their claws, whatever it is, whatever appendage they're using on our politicians and just won't allow it to happen. Absolutely. Do you think we're going to end up amending the Second Amendment? No, I don't think we will. Well, if you would have asked me after Sandy Hook, yes, I would have believed you. Oh, yeah. Ten years after that, though, no. I don't think anything's going to change until 
something really crazy happens. And I honestly would have considered Sandy Hook something really crazy. Vegas is also really crazy. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot slept. about that. The concert one. I slept like shit for a long time after that. I forgot about that. Um, that was the that was the most people in recent history. It was it was a crowd, right? Like yeah, that, yeah. that one. Then Pulse was the second most deadly. One of my somebody I know was either. I don't know if she was there or she was going there. And we went there. I think we went to Vegas like shortly after. I remember looking up at the building and I can't remember if I saw the broken windows. Oh, I, I, one of the last times I went, it was like boarded out or something yeah. like that. That's so nutty. I think it was like 2016 or 2017 that happened. I remember, I remember it was seeing like right that. after we had gone to um, Zion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember because I was like, holy shit, because that shooter was from more that place where we stayed at that border town before we ended oh, yeah, up going yeah. to Utah. Uh, uh, it starts with an M. I forget what the name of the city is. I don't know. But I yeah, don't remember, but yeah. I don't, th I don't think none of that shit is going to change in our lifetime. You know what's crazy, too, is that was like a country concert. You'd think yeah. like a lot of like conservatives were there. Like yeah. They probably lost family. I just think they are so indoctrinated. Like They probably take pride in the fact that like like they'll fucking spin this and be like, well, well, the law enforcement were so brave and I don't care if like a hundred people died. Fucking stupid. I don't know, man. Like the way that they sacrifice people for this glorifying of owning guns. Like I get, I get that there's confusion. I get that. Like we're not totally sure at this point. Like we, we probably can't fairly compare ourselves to every other developed country because we are so deep in gun culture mm -hmm. that I think our starting point is not going to compare to Australia, the UK, New Zealand. Oh yeah, definitely not. Yeah. I mean but like they had a mass shooting, I think 15, 20 years ago and they're like, we fixed it. Now we're good. But we, I mean, we're so down the rabbit hole of, of mass shootings that can we get rid of, can we get rid of this all? I, I don't know. I, I just I think gonna, it's it's going to take years yeah. for us to develop something. I, I think we could. I just think they would never allow it to happen. I think, I think human, this is going to sound really weird, but I think human beings are human beings everywhere. And despite like, I think what we say about ourselves in this country and how we you know, react to what happens in up people in other countries. I think in general, people are the same. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like the conservative, the conservative mm, yeah. and liberal responses I see in the UK are fucking super similar here. The racism I see in other countries or I feel like people are just the same. Well, I wonder if in the UK, like the fact that they literally had like no mass shootings, if they look at the US and they're like, um, well, I like how they have easy access to guns, but they obviously see that the correlation between the access and the deadly shootings. I mean, they, they might, but uh, they, you, you guys know, don't see me making the face of Aaron right know, now. Right? <laughs> I don't know. But, you know. I don't know. They probably are, I don't know. but they probably are the same people. I mean, they probably like did all the background checks. They probably went through everything to get the, the, the guns that they eventually wanted. I mean, it might've just been that like, it might be, you know, in some of these other countries, it's like, they've had these laws for so long now. They've had like generations of people to kind of get used to it, that it might not be a big, big, big thought to them mm -hmm. in the situation. Cause I feel like I've seen um, people in New Zealand or was it Australia? Or is that the same? It's not the same. Mm -mm. Yeah. They're close. Australia. They're close though, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Don't okay. get them confused though. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. They get mad. Like, was it in New Zealand that it's banned or is it Australia? It's Australia. I think it was Australia. Okay. So I'm pretty sure it was a, an Australian interview I saw of a guy who was like, yeah, I was heavy against it. Now that it's. Can, just to lighten up this whole thing, because we've been really serious about it. Can, can we do it? In an Australian accent. I can't, I can't Come just, on, Adam. Yeah, I just do it. It just sounds British. <laughs> it just sounds British. But um, <laughs> but uh, I was gonna. So try. he's looking back. Crikey! What, what, he, what he changed oh, his mind about? He, he basically band. he basically changed his mind. He said it's actually not so bad now that yeah that was I've, Australia. Yeah, now that I've lived in this situation for so many years, um, yeah, man. But like I said, I don't, I don't feel like people are really advocating. For taking away guns. People, because people are going to, this is like the whole like mindset is just like they expect someone else to do it. They want it to happen, but 
we'll let someone else do it who knows what they're doing to do it. But it doesn't work that way. You just got to get a lot of people together to rally. Kind of like Black Lives Matter, the whole movement, you know, kind of stopping this whole like uh, cops having more, um, you know, responsibility for certain things or taking responsibilities for their actions, like things like that. Like we want all these things to change but I don't see a lot of people doing it. Like in the moment for a li limited time, people will be on board with it and be like, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. But then it kind of fizzles out and then people are just back to their normal lives, living their lives like nothing ever happened. And because it doesn't affect them personally, they can empathize, um, but they move on pretty quickly and they just expect someone else to do it. And they go back to their lives. They go back to living the way they were living before and, you know, whatever it may be. But it, that's how it's, that's how I see it. That's how it's been, at least in my eyes, that people just expect someone else to do it or they just let time fly and they just forget about it and they move on. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is if we can keep this motivation for November. I mean, that's what I'm putting my hope on because I, I don't think we're going to change people individually. But, um, you know, I'm going to use my platform to remind people I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I'm just, just, just so we can just to get out of the way, feel better about it later. I am preparing myself for a return of our former president. I'm oh, already, he's I'm, definitely gonna come back. I'm, I am, I'm already. I mean, just, his, Biden said he'd run. That I think I told you guys have if pretty, he have been pretty. I think he just went to. Was it the convention? I don't know. Anyhow, yeah, he was at NRA. His convention. speeches have not been as popular. I. That's I know I'm, I'm prepared think. to that Listen. or Ron DeSantis, which is not equally as worse, but you guys know who's going to have my vote. You better not. I'm just saying things don't change. Maybe you just say that to like instigate the situation. Oh, not instigating. <laughs> you would I'm never. prophesizing. Yeah. No, I, if you I, thought about voting spoken. for Trump, I, I would probably write down all of the racist quotes that he's ever said. And just text them to you every day. That's fine. It has nothing to do with like the racism part. And I, I don't want to go into this. Maybe we should save this for another <laughs> podcast and we could talk about my fascination with Trump and why I would probably vote for him and why I didn't vote for him last time. You and really wouldn't though, would you? I don't know, depending on what he's going to do. I mean, I voted for Joe Biden and <laughs> I'm not happy with my vote. So maybe I'm we should talk about presidency next time because i have lots of questions Describe about what america in one word have you seen that mm -mm. joe biden mm -mm. No. i just like describe america in one word he was like this, like do, he's you, do you just want like a charismatic president you want like a president to like make you feel good i don't trust any president because they're all politicians at the end of the day i don't the only president i've actually really really liked genuinely liked has been bill clinton even though he's done some shady shit yeah um i did like george bush to be honest with you I know Evan's making the stank <laughs> face, Obama. Um, but every president has their shit. There's going to be things that you're not on board with, things that they did. You don't find out till later when they're like, oh, they were part of this agreement or part of this war. Like, it's it's part of politics. It's what happens. Money's involved. Greed's involved. Well, just remember that puppets, they're just puppets. The people who create and pass the laws, those people are up for election in November. <laughs> Well, I the voted for a lot of these people that I wanted to make change for and they didn't do anything and they were going to, they make promises. That's why I like politicians promise for anything and they don't make any changes. I know, but I'm just saying collectively, we, we put a lot of weight on the presidential election and really got to think about how our government works. The president gets handed a bill after it goes to the house and the Senate who create the laws and debate them. Yeah. And then he goes to sign. He can do executive orders, but that's still pretty. <sighs> I'll just simplify for you, babe. I'm, I'm moving. Okay, Where's leaving this country, going somewhere else. Where are you moving? I'm going to, I can't tell you because I don't want everyone to know where I'm going. I'm just going to go live off the grid. <laughs> the only person that's going to know will be Dave Chappelle because Dave, if you're listening, Evan, he's not really happy with your comedy anymore, <gasps> but um, I love out. you, Dave. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I love you, Dave. But yeah, I just, I don't I just don't think the new shit is all that impressed. funny. Evan, Evan uh, said uh, he's actually more entertained by Gallagher. Um, not that Black shit, Gallagher. That shit is so old. It took me a couple seconds to realize what you were talking about. You I remember was like, he did Gallagher? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
I was like, what? I was like, Gallagher. Black what, Gallagher. What's, what's Gallagher? He was a comedian that used to smash it at his comedy shows. He'd like, like oh. smash like fruit and shit. Watermelons and stuff. Weird. I never yeah. really, I never really got it. Oh, I'll have to show you the Dave Chappelle skit. But, um, but yeah, no, a lot of these things won't change unless we make some change ourselves and start going out there and making the votes and getting together and getting a support group so we can actually move through it. But I do want to say that my condolences go out to all the families yes, um, for Buffalo, for um, Texas, um, for anyone that's been um, involved or has lost someone in the mass shooting or just shootings in general. Um, but to the small little innocent children who didn't have to die, they had their whole lives ahead. I, I know you guys are much in a much better place than we are because we're having to deal with all the pain and suffering now. And, um, that's my belief and that's my take on it, but I wanted to leave it at that with some peace and hopefully these families find some peace and can start healing sooner than later. Um, with that being said, I mean, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say. It's been a very, very sad Yet, um, I think it's a good place to start in regards to hopefully our listeners um, being able to do something themselves and hopefully making those changes themselves and voting. And that's the only way we can make things happen. But don't stop pushing, guys. Don't give up. And don't just let it just become the normal. Do something about it. Take action. Do you guys have anything? I I concur. I'm I'm, I'm ready for the outro. (laughs) Well, with that being said, we'll we'll try to bring you guys something a little bit more uplifting. I really do hope that the news gets a little better this week and we can bring you something more fun. Um, something on a fun note, Evan and I uh, will be going to a concert, which I don't feel like we have not gone to a concert in a very long time. I believe the last concert we went to was um, Slum Village. Together? Yeah. Maybe. It's been a minute. Maybe I'm trying to, yeah, I, I, uh, days, I, I, are, days kind of flow together. And like maybe it was something at, at the observatory. I don't know, but I'm actually excited for this concert. Erin, um, I know she's super excited for us. She has no idea who we're going to see, but um, nope, definitely not Dave Matthews. Band. We told you. I don't remember. Henry's like talked about so many different concerts. I don't remember. What about me? I don't I've remember. Never, I've never talked to you about a concert before <laughs> besides this one. I'm so hurt. She's like, you're going to the John Stamos concert. He's playing now. Who's That's that? Cool. <laughs> Full House. Oh, he does music. I, he did in the show. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> however, last night in Vogue was down here, Salt and Peppa. Oh, were they? New Kids on the Block, and I saw some of the lives from people's uh, Instagram stories, and it looked like it was just a bunch of middle-aged women reliving their teenage childhood. I mean, who, who, mm. who, who knows who those groups are? Oh, oh, oh. I'm out of here. I was a big new kids kids fan, but I would not see them right now. So I'll tell you who was a big new uh, new kids on the block fan. We'll mention that person's name on here. But uh, a guy, a girl. Oh, um, we went to school together back in the day. Clicky. (sighs) Well, we'll talk about it off the air. But um, (laughs) but anyway. We're going to sign off here oh. and get back to real life ourselves. <laughs> but I'm Enrique. I'm Evan. Evan had an epiphany right before yeah, we ended I, here. I realized who it was. Okay. Yeah. But again, double take. I'm Enrique. I'm Evan. I'm Aaron. And good night, guys. <laughs>